Come one, come all. Gather masses and heap praise to the one, the only, Jacob Jake Paul. Standing six foot one inches tall and weighing a hearty 190 pounds, today he is squaring off against a rough and rugged opponent. For the first time in history, he is challenging his undefeated professional boxing record against not one, but two live grizzly bears. The problem child himself says he's run out of human opponents and now it's time to show the world that he can be taken seriously as a boxer. After running through Canelo Alvarez like he was hot butter, Paul seemingly has nothing to prove. Yet he believes he needs to fight two grizzly bears to set the pay-per-view record yet again. The bears will be fitted with a pair of 12-ounce gloves and biting is strictly against the rules. Jake is in the blue corner and the two bears outweighing Paul by about 900 pounds together are in the red corner. The match is about to start and we're off. Paul steps forward, left arm up, right arm extended to touch gloves. The Grizzlies leave the corner and seem to be circling. Folks, they look dangerous and want nothing to do with Paul's show of sportsmanship. I feel it's important to add that Paul insisted on tranquilizer snipers not being placed for his protection as it could take away from his, quote, legacy. Now the Bears are nosing up to Paul. Jake hates them with a quick, oh, one, two, to the snout. Wow, what a combo. The bear, the bigger bear is up on his hind legs. Wow, wow, what a roar. Jake is, goes for a solid kidney shot. And oh, oh my, the bear knocks Paul off his feet. Oh my God, no, they're going for his head. They are, holy mackerel, stop the fight. Folks, the grizzly bear just tore off Jake Paul's boxing shorts and ragdolled him across the room. Stop the fight. What a roar. Paul seems to be unconscious, bleeding from his nose. And no, no. <laughs> Jacob Paul is dead. I'm so sad. Today, we gather to celebrate the life of an entertainer, our friend, and possibly the greatest boxer the world has ever known. Jake Paul was a simple man. He grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and even though nobody from his hometown wanted shit fuck to do with him, he represented the city with pride. Paul will be a legend. He will give hope to the aspiring vloggers who realize that that market is limited and need to expand into an athletic endeavor to continue the obscene cash flow his lifestyle had become accustomed to. Jake Paul will be a legend. He was a walking myth. A man-child who knew no boundaries and feared no man. Jake will be missed, but his heart and ours will go on.
I like the smell of masculine scented candles. My favorite's called manly indulgence. I'm scared I'm gay. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, I am pleased to release the new audio trailer to the movie I've been working on for some time. Yeah, I'm an actor. You know, I spend 16 hours a day on set filming, and then I work a 12-hour shift. I'm working 28 hours a day, all right? You know, the grind just don't stop. I, I, I see Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I, I just want to be like him. I work out three hours a day, drink Terramana tequila mixed with Zoa energy drink and a bowl of steroids for breakfast. <laughs> I'll get there. Anyways, here's the new trailer for my movie. In a world where every day could be your last, Travis Lebrecht is Special Agent Number 2401797986. Conspiracy. It was an inside job, can't you see? The mining project never existed. Fast cars. Evil doctor. You will never get your hands on substance number CPD. Models. Ooh, special agent. Jokes. So I says to the guy, I don't want no pancakes. Model. Special agent. Ugh. Model train. Passion. I would die for you. Griselda. I love you. The drama action rom-com thriller of the summer. Code name Agent Red. Coming to theaters July 2022. Hey guys and gals, I got big news. I moved to Texas. If you didn't know, probably know. Most people listening, you probably already knew, but if you didn't know, there you go. I moved to Texas, down in the bleeding heart of the reddest state there is. It's beautiful down here. The weather is warm, the air is clean, and by God, the food. Uh, it's on another level. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't imagine Texas to be like this. I always kind of Im imagined it being something like this. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Texas, where we won't have to tell you twice that everything is bigger because golly gee, cowboy bootstrap dip chewing Nantucket, golly gee, it is. <laughs> have some honky-talking barbecue and knee-slapping tumbleweed-smelling cowboy beans by the old range. Well, it's not like that here, at least in the city I moved to, Austin. Austin, Texas, baby. Uh, yeah, it's a cool spot so far. That's where this guest today is coming from. Um, you know, uh, but don't, don't, don't go telling everybody how cool Austin is. That's what I'm trying not to do. You know, let's keep this on the low. If anybody asks, I moved to Arkansas to work on a bean farm. Welcome to the bean farm where we specialize in beans. We like beans, all types of beans. Black beans, red beans, green beans, yellow beans, navy beans, 
pinto, kidney, and gonzo. Lima beans, garbanzo beans, adzuki beans, mung beans. But don't you talk about no soybeans. We're out of the business. They give you man titties and fuck up your woman's cycle. We don't like none of them soybeans. We have great northern beans, cranberry beans, black-eyed peas. Yup, those are beans. Black turtle beans, fava beans, and we're certified producers of beans for the World Bean Institute. Look it up. We got farms all over, but we're under new management now from Mr. Travis LeBrec, bean god and farmer of Arkansas. Come check out our new display at the Bean Museum in none other than Beans, Arkansas. 1420 Bean Love Road. Can't wait to catch you there and give you a taste of our world famous 18 Bean Soup. All right. <clears throat> Enough of that. Enough of this silly nonsense. Get the barn animals out of here. All right. Let this, let's get this show going. Um, I am super excited to introduce the next guest to the show. He is currently employed by the Austin Chronicle, the leading local newspaper, and spends a hefty amount of his free time frequenting the open mic comedy scene. He was the first open mic comedian that I met down here, and by far is one of the friendliest. He immediately welcomed me and helped me to feel at home in the sometimes uncomfortable setting of an open mic. Uh, my guest today is Nick Quarry. He is a young and talented man who I was very honored to share a conversation with. He has a balanced perspective and is very interesting and insightful. Uh, you know, this thing, it felt like it could have gone on for a couple hours. Um, but we both had uh, open mics to get to later on in the night, so we could only do about an hour together. And, you know, I like to do those several hour long podcasts, and uh, I think that this easily could have become one of those. Uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, anyways, as always, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the conversation I had today with the great Nick Corey. show thank hey. you how you doing today i'm good i yeah. uh been going back into work the past couple of days so that's been kind of normal what do you do for work uh i work at the austin chronicle on their marketing engagement side oh so you work for the newspaper i work for media i i actually i don't know where i picked it up but uh i was out one night and uh it was one of the first nights i was here alone and i went out to uh to 6th Street, because I don't really know where else to yeah. to get drunk or go out drinking, meeting people. Mm -hmm. And I found a copy of the Austin Chronicle, yeah. and I like s grabbed it. And the next day, I was looking through reading it, being like, this is super cool. I, I think it's really sick. Even before I was working there, I mean, yeah. I'm from Rhode Island. We have a paper called the Motif Magazine. Yeah. And it's the same deal where it's kind of like that newspaper feel. It's a square in a magazine format. So like flipping through the pages. And it just tends to be alternative stuff. You know, mm -hmm. it tends to be like the music scene and the, whatever that city it is. And there's a lot like there's tons of these papers all over. But 
they talk like at the motif one talked about like cannabis and then it talked about like like comedy and shit and like yeah. same thing here where it's like now that I know that this exists for every city when I was visiting in February I was just like what is the paper here and then yeah I found the chronicle and then well it's 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 kind of bizarre because it's uh <coughs> it's it almost like it said independent news for independent minded people and it wasn't like you know super far left leaning like yeah. social justice warrior type right. stuff but it was like right. a liberal magazine it's definitely newspaper. it's definitely like leftish yeah. but I personally I mean no matter where you stand, if you mm -hmm. just wanted to like read it for the music or the um, film stuff or right. arts and food and all that such, I mean, you get away with just starting halfway through the paper. But oh, I mean, like they do great stories on like keeping things updated. I yeah. mean, it's a little bit more in depth than just like maybe going through Twitter. You yeah, know? it felt balanced. It felt like yeah. uh, it, it felt like it actually stood for something and was actual real journalism. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, yeah. yeah, everyone there is like pretty i don't know i gotta imagine most people are local i've yeah. been only there for like two months and i'm probably the least local person they're like so how long how long <laughs> how long have you been in austin for i feel like this is important since may okay of 2021 okay so so you're pretty fresh yeah. off the boat as yeah. well so yeah. we're two fresh transplants uh -huh. from uh the northern united Midwest, states yeah. yeah you're from nor rhode island right? i'm from rhode island but but i lived in chicago oh that's right yeah. so you moved from chicago yeah. to here yeah which like i always feel like when i i I don't necessarily like telling other comedians that because mm -hmm. I feel like that sets the bar that like, oh, this guy's coming from Chicago. He must yeah. be like, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, well, you know, that's something I struggled with uh, with open mics and I still do like I go there and it's the expectation yeah. of the uh, open the other comedians there. You you I don't know. You feel like you feel I get this mix of emotions like when I feel like I'm a total poser. Uh, I I feel like intimidated by the moment, you yeah. know, and I just feel like I've always gone to open mics and gotten looked at like, who the fuck are you and what are you doing here? You <laughs> know, like that's how I like always in Michigan. Felt. Yeah. Was, were you in Detroit or no? You were no, Flint. Yeah, right? but I would all the open mics I ever did were um I went uh, down to Detroit for okay. in Ann Arbor. Gotcha. Ann Arbor's actually got like a decent little little scene going on. Cool. I definitely know what part of Michigan that's in. Is that is that southern? Uh yeah. So west. Yeah, Ann Arbor. I mean, Ann Arbor's like forty minutes outside of Detroit. Sure. Um, honestly, I don't. It's north northwest of Detroit. I think. Cool. I don't really. Cool. <laughs> Who Good. gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. But no, I I totally feel that. I mean, obviously, I mean that kind of imposter syndrome is kind yeah. of like. It, that's thrown around all the time yeah. with all their work and stuff. And I'm not sure if it's gotten worse based on our perhaps need for being recognized through that like social media and stuff yeah. growing up more. But like, I don't know. My whole thing is I've been, I had a kind of, I said this today or maybe even last night where it's like, I'll often say to people like, I'm a comedian. I'm not a good comedian, but I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. But then like, I, I did like a, a mic set yesterday and like no one, like it was inside at the Creek and then no one was there. So then Dean Stanfield moved it outside when there was like a ton of people and it was probably yeah. like 12 o'clock at this point. And like, I was the first person to go, like kind of go up after we'd already been doing it. Yeah. So it was like cutting through all these like conversations and then just like go with it, you know? So I was like, I had to make people care. So I just brought like a shit ton of energy yeah. and like still was like working on very new stuff and like, the writing is subpar, but because I kind of have a performance background, mm -hmm. I can make up for that. 
Well, that's part of the trick, isn't right. it? Like, like when I go when I go and see a good comedian perform, I, I it feels like they're doing a trick. Yeah, it's like they're you're. It's not necessarily the. A lot of times with guys, it's not even that like their material is that funny. Mm-hmm. It's how you how you inform it or how you perform yeah. the material yeah. that you have to perform or how do you connect with the crowd? You know. Sure. And uh, that is just, it's so hard to do. Right. <laughs> it's well, so much easier to think about yeah. doing than it is to actually do. In that know? moment, I just realized, like, either no one's going to listen to this, and that's also, like, I can't take that personally. <laughs> but, like, if I, like, do try, then, like, be, like, energetic. And then after that, Casey Rocket was like, yeah, that was yeah. a good set. And I was like, damn, that, like, means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's you. good, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so now, like, I go home, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe stop saying that you're a bad like you're not yeah. a good comic maybe we'll just stop manifesting just yeah. yeah exactly exactly just say like i'm a learning like i'm a comic who's constantly learning and yeah. i'm good and bad sets well i think about it the way i like so i only started playing drums about uh, two and a half years ago mm-hmm. and uh at first you know obviously like i would never call myself a drummer and there was one day where i decided like no i'm a drummer like i drum i can drum i can play songs yeah but I'm still a learning drummer. I'm mm-hmm. still not like very good. I'm not at a point where I feel comfortable like getting on stage in front of people and just jamming. Yeah. But with anything, you start off at a base point. Where no matter what you start off with, you're never going to be professional level good the first the f- when you start. So mm-hmm. like just throw that away. Obviously, you're going to be terrible if you've only done, you know, X amount of open mics. You're going to be terrible for yeah. a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So why even why even acknowledge r- that you're exactly, terrible? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, why? I think like part of it also is like it. This doesn't really exist with if you work in the normal workforce and let's say you just graduate like from a like with a marketing degree or whatever. And then you work in like digital marketing or something like you're like yeah. i'm a digital marketer and you have proof that you are a digital marketer because you get paid for that and you right. go there every day right but you don't necessarily have that with any with arts you know maybe painters a little bit because like it's yeah. a little more private right and you're like you have you can just keep painting and like yeah. it doesn't matter if they're good because it's like we've had so many different painting movements right but like i feel like other arts like even musicians and like a- like even as an actor like i feel mm-hmm. weird being like oh like i'm an actor and a comedian like yeah. that feels so weird to say because on one hand i'm like trying to do them you know mm-hmm. and trying to like work in film and stuff but like also like i think a lot about what i think too much about what people think about me if not even that more so just like how am i coming off right now and mm-hmm. like i'm not being comfortable in my own skin yeah. and so i think that's also part of it a little bit that's that's a huge part of it yeah and, and like you you're self-aware mm-hmm. you realize like you say like oh i'm a comedian and then they're looking at you like tell me a joke well, or and or half like, the t- but half the time they're so nice like they're this? not even saying that. oh like no like, and that's the thing that's too a, it's in our head they're gonna be like oh yes. yeah you think you're funny you find out that Oh, people respect you. And they think, like, that's cool, man. Go for it. Yeah. Like, I grew up for the longest time. This has been, like, my dream. This is what I've wanted to do. This Mm -hmm. is what I've been working towards for a long time. And I would, I never wanted to tell people. Yeah. And I still don't. Like, my first inkling is to, like, not tell people, like, (laughs) this side of me or this part of my life. Because it puts on this pressure of like, oh, are you actually going to like do it or not? You know, are you actually going to be successful at that? Sure. You know, I wonder if that's also a part of us not wanting to be too show offy. Like, do you think comedians are kind of like that? Maybe it's obviously every person's different, but do you think 
because comedians are very observant and perhaps a little bit more introverted than I don't know. I'm like it's a mixture comedians of introverted. are comedians are weird in general. I mean, I don't I don't think you could ever like say, you know, say all comedians yeah. mi- bo- check like certain boxes. Mm-hmm. But I think there is a weird thing with a lot of comedians where they are both. There's like a duality of their personality where they both are starving for and want the center of attention. Yeah. But also that's like the last thing they want to. Well, that's why like it's you know? funny because that's where the jokes come in too, right? Where yeah. it's like you're making fun of yourself. Like yeah. you, I feel like y- I, I know I'm a balance of a narcissist as well as like mm-hmm. a, well, I don't, like just hating myself. No, like, yeah. I, like I've gotten well, better. Yeah, like I love like myself, but like. But <laughs> listen to a recording of yourself yeah, and yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ, why yeah. don't I just end it all right <laughs> now? You know? I feel like, uh, yeah, that's, I, I feel for people who are like, God damn it. I hate like how that like went and I hate myself and they get yeah. really dead. Cause like I, like when I was learning anything as a kid, like if I didn't pick it up pretty quickly, I would get super annoyed because I think I pick up things kind of easily. Mm-hmm. And so when things don't come easy, all of a sudden I'm just like, this is, this sucks. Like, yeah. I don't get this. Oh, it's like playing piano. Right. Ah, yeah. Pisses me off for yeah. guitar. I, I can play guitar at a very, very base level, mm-hmm. but I've been trying to learn since I was 12. Yeah. I've had a guitar. <laughs> I've had lessons and I've yeah. never gotten past a certain point in yeah. proficiency. Like I just, I, there's something about it that just mm-hmm. doesn't click. So I just want to throw it through a fucking wall. Yeah. Like I, I don't mean, care. <laughs> but that's the thing, like kind of like letting that go a little bit where it's yeah. like, I'm cool being at where I'm at and also enjoying the ride. So yeah. like with my like recordings, like, I'll literally, I haven't done it in a bit, but like I used to like kind of grade each joke, like A through F essentially. Mm-hmm. And it, most of them are just like D's and C's and sometimes B's, you yeah. know? But like, I definitely don't listen to it and be like, fuck, dude, I just got to stop doing this. It's more like, no, I yeah. think about stop doing it either just because I'm like, I'm watching other people. I'm like, am I like dedicating enough? Because sometimes like, I've been writing more often a little bit lately, but like, I sometimes feel like I don't want to waste people's time, you know, yeah. by going on stage. And like not giving myself, not doing like yeah. like not doing the homework, and yeah. then you know wasting people's time. Kind no, of. I <laughs> see what you're saying, and I I would discourage that mm, type of thinking. I know. I don't yeah. think you're wasting anybody's time. Open yeah. mics are a giant waste of time, and right? Like for most people, are they're they're waste of time anyways. Yeah. You know? So I wouldn't worry about adding to that fire. Okay. Like just yeah. keep going. Good. I don't know. I'm know. I'm excited because f- for the longest time, open mics just weren't accessible. Yeah, like this wasn't an accessible thing for me to do. And now it's like now I got no excuse. And not only is it it accessible, but like it's incredible here. Like it's there's so many. We were hanging out at the creek until I mean, they hung out there probably who knows till when. But like I left at one ish or so. Yeah. And like they were still doing open mic. People are still talking like like there's like. I stood alone for two seconds and then someone just came over and talked to me after my set. You know, like you can't stand you can't. just sit alone without someone like coming introducing and i'm all about like kind of serendipity you know like you put yourself in situations and not knowing what's going to happen but shit will come to you you know yep you you gotta you gotta trust that uh what is it i heard a uh, mantra the other day saying uh basically telling you like don't 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 be don't chase Mm -hmm. allow things to come to you yeah allow the universe to present itself to you and stop chasing you're not somebody that chases you're somebody that 
prepares mm-hmm. and like what's luck you know luck is oper- i love like opportunity yeah. meets or preparation meets opportunity i i completely agree yeah. i i think about like with my acting and more s- i guess acting and maybe it was it's mo- mostly acting like if i'm I could meet like directors and random people at like, and I've already met, I met like an indie director in Austin like two, two weeks ago, like just yeah. randomly who like works with Jesse Eisenberg and shit and like was like a super low key nice guy. Mm-hmm. And like we just had a conversation, but like it's like, let's say it went in different directions. Oh, do you have a reel? No. Oh, well, anyway, good talk with you. It's yeah. like if I didn't have, if I had a reel and I met that person, mm-hmm. it's like that's the opportunity plus the preparation. Right. You know, yeah, it's that ready. random, like yeah. you, you're gonna have a, just because how my life's been, like I, I'm just kind of lucky, perhaps because I keep like an open mind and I'm kind of like wandering. Yeah. You know, I, something tells me though that luck is earned. Yeah, I, in which way? I'm not by the universe or kind of. I I feel like it's a mix of mindset and yeah. long term positivity and thankfulness you know like learning when to recognize like man i am super lucky not because like i got some you know like just go on the micro scale like i am super lucky yeah i was born into a pretty good family that Mm -hmm. always kept my belly full you know i am super lucky circumstance yeah my parents parents are rapists yeah Yeah, right you know like i have nice people that Mm -hmm. raised me I'm super lucky. Like, I think about how lucky I am all the fucking time. I swear to God, I'm the luckiest person that I'm I've ever I'm very lucky met. that my parents weren't rapists when I was born. <laughs> That's really, on the scale of where luck lasts, yeah. I, I mean, like, it's either you have a good family or your parents are rapists. Yeah, so they might as well be know. rapists. Like, you're raping a chi- child of their, uh, their, their, their childhood. That's you true, know, I guess so. an asshole. Stop, yeah. Stop drinking, Gary. And I forget. Maybe, maybe you know baseball with your kid <laughs> i forget what comedian was saying it but they were doing a joke on how like the, the with the abortion ban and everything like they're just gonna own like all the rich people are gonna figure out wait what is it all the rich people are gonna figure out how to get an abortion and all yeah. the poor people aren't obviously because right. of costs and well yeah if, if, if i but have money i'll just go to right, another state right and so like then essential is like they said like you're getting rid of all the good kids like you're like which is terrible to say but like in the in the context of a oh, joke like obviously that makes sense hilarious. because the parents are struggling well, to yeah, like think provide ab- like think about what we're doing to people right and you think about the lowest class like the lowest that's class how we're treating are the people. ones that have all the kids right you don't see you don't see two harvard or fuck harvard you don't see like two well-to-do, yeah. like, husband and wife yeah. with six kids. Right. You, that's just not a thing these yeah. days. Like, you, yeah. see, you see those people having one, two, max of three yeah. because they're smart and they know kids are expensive. Well, yeah, it's that. Pl- and it's that. It's either, like, they get an abortion or it's that, like, they have different, like, upbringing so they understand. I mean, nothing yeah. against anyone who's, let's say, lower class or whatever, you know? Like, it's just, no. it's just different. It's not – it's a mixture between, like I, – I always find the balance between, like, naivete and, like, ignorance really – like a blurry line, yeah. you know, because also yeah. so much of it's like you weren't educated in certain way. It, you weren't like the opportunities to teach you about like I, I had shit um, sex ed personally. I mean, mm-hmm. like absolutely terrible. And like, I got sex ed in a private Catholic school. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, I same. same. Oh, I mean, like brother? barely, but good. like we barely talked about <laughs> it. Like I went yeah. to an all guys private school. The, the closest we had like about was like, we had multiple like seminars on like why it was wrong to be gay. 
oh god you know like that's that was like creating as yeah, like yeah. really curious little boys yeah like why is it so thank wrong? you because that's like <laughs> that's like like you know when you found out that weed wasn't bad at least yeah. for me yeah. the first time i really s- like my friend gave me all this information about like it's really not bad it's mm-hmm. all a bunch of lies like yeah. blah 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 and i was super against weed and then like finally he broke me down and i tried like a little bit mm-hmm and I remember back then, that first time you smoked, you didn't get high. So the second yeah. time I smoked, um, I don't know what it is these days, but the second yeah. time I smoked, I remember the moment I got high, like it going through my body. And I like one of the first things I thought was like, oh, my God, this is this is not bad. This is fine. This is OK. Yeah. yeah. And that breakdown of like, holy shit, I have been lied to. Yeah. Really creates a dis that just breeds a distrust. Once you find out you've been lied to for so long. You know? It's it's insane how like backwards living we are still yeah. like it blow. It doesn't blow my mind because people like being in control and like there are certain groups of people in control. And it's like whatever it would take, whether it's like positive lobbying or like you know grassroots campaigns that like literally like need to overhaul everything like it's there's there's so i mean the the backwards ass shit that's happening in texas alone let's say the abortion law like that's so absurd that's like on a level of like that's like if like texas like decided to say gay people can't get married you know like that's like absurd like all it's gonna do is fuel the fire right and obviously like abortion's a complex issue but like I have a theory on it. I think they're trying to get people to stop moving from all those hippie states Uh out west. You think so? Oh, well, like this fucking... I'm scared to to hook up with people a little bit. (laughs) Well, me too, because, you know, either way. uh, But really, like, you think about it. That's a big issue for comics, right? (laughs) Getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) It's an issue in its own regard. (laughs) I think it's an (laughs) issue for a lot of comics (laughs) getting laid. Um, But... No, I don't understand it. It doesn't seem like it makes sense. It, it yeah. seems like a really bizarre political move. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. I mean, like, I just um, the Chronicle has this uh, Austin Chronic product, which is like Delta Eight yeah. products and stuff that we work with Grassroots Harvest, and we just oh, I don't know if I can say this past possibly, but there's just there's some like. There's bullshit based on the bullshit, like federal, pl- possibly Texas state laws. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the issue with like Colorado back in like 2013, where it's like, uh, like you couldn't do money, you couldn't put your money into a federal bank essentially, right? right? Yes. Because of the way that it's scheduled and such. And so it's kind of like that problem's ca- still around, not oh, for Colorado problem, necessarily, yeah. but like Texas and other states where it just makes it difficult to like. Like work, yeah, yeah. Like to even get orders and yeah. stuff. Like it's absurd, yeah. and so it's just like one of those like backwards things. That, like we're seriously still doing the the war on drugs. Like uh, we're seriously still doing this. It's it's. Be- I really think it's absurd. A huge. It, it's completely absurd. Like we have we have these pe- the people who are in charge, like uh, the higher upper echelons of our government at the state level, local yeah. levels, all levels are run by people that are 50 years and older. Yeah. Like they're they're run by a different generation of people who have a modality of being that they're not willing to like sway from. Look at other things. Like just it, like it, yeah. <laughs> I don't it's and it's not even it's not even being swayed. It's just it's the amount of money and like not even like to 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 switch this all into politics. Like we can find something else. But like we'll it's just this whole like self like like it's a secular machine that like it's because of law. It's like 
because of lobbying, which gets people in in office, which mm-hmm. gets more lobbying, which makes it impossible for like healthcare and like uh, prisons reform and various social justice reforms, immigration, all this shit. Like it's all like you need to change. What, it's the lobbying that's the biggest thing, right? With yeah. like uh, what's it, Citizens United type shit. Like that's like what it's just crazy. And then like all these companies getting so big, and then like CEOs getting kicked back. Like it's there's way too much that like. I don't even know where to start. I'm well, reading a book on capitalism, but like, <laughs> well, capitalism is a beautiful thing, but yeah, when when it is, when when it, l- this is the only time it's ever led to private companies having the power, like, yeah, I would have of to look small at countries, I, yeah. yeah, like Apple and Facebook mm-hmm. and Amazon all have GDPs that are higher than a lot of countries, right? And they're all exerting political influence <laughs> on our politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you have people like Nancy Pelosi who are supposed to be capped at making four hundred thousand dollars a year, sure, which is fucking good. Yeah, it's absurd. And, and that ha- like, they're yeah, buying fifteen like million it. dollar homes. Uh, it's yeah. like, how does this representative of the state make millions of dollars a year? And it makes no sense. It's, and it's, it's all transparent. Absurd. Yeah, but there's so much going on. There's yeah. that to pay attention to that everybody's minds. Well, are there's so much. Exactly. There's so much there's i mean too much. like when i was on when i got in kill tony i was working for the chicago tribune at the time yeah. and like another like pretty probably liberal paper and i got on and he it was right during the time when uh the georgia voting laws were kind of being talked about and like changed and all that stuff and then tony's like what do you think about this and i was like i kind of heard i was like i don't know it sounds a little jim crowy because like in my just like learning of like kind of overhearing oh like Voter ID stuff, but uh, it makes it more difficult voting. Must be tough. Okay, that sounds racist. But also, I didn't do all the research because it's I don't know. It's so hard to like do. Uh, it's it's probably throwing uh, putting myself off a little easy. But anyway, I said that, and he's like, and then he said like, oh, what about the baseball stuff? Because you remember like base, but there was like supposed to be like, I don't know if it was a Georgia baseball team where it was like they're not going to play or something. I don't know. He I said that something, and I was like, I don't know what that is. He's like, yeah. you work for a newspaper, and I'm like. Yeah, I like I work for newspapers and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like There's I have so much trouble, dude. Yeah. It's so hard, and I feel like I personally like reading like Senate and House bills more mm-hmm. than like watching the news. You know, well, it, it that, I, and that's a that's dense. So like I don't do it that often. Well, it's almost become this thing that's similar to what the church was mm-hmm. in that um, Martin Luther translated the Bible and was widely persecuted for it. I think he ended up getting killed for it, for translating the Bible so that regular folk could read it and the church church was pissed because they're like, no, this is for us to interpret. If you let the people interpret the Bible on their own, who knows where it's going to lead? Right. Now the news is almost like the church in that they interpret the events. They don't want us to read the events on our own and make our own interpretation. It's like backwards. It's like de-evolution. It does feel like we are kind of devolving. And like, honestly, I get like nervous. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I like, like when COVID was starting in like, like January, February, early February of 20. 20, I was like, we had TVs everywhere at the, sh- at the Tribune. And yeah. I was just like, this seems like it's going to be a little crazy. Like This, this is, a little this weird, is like getting a little higher. Yeah. Like it's like having in other countries. And like, I don't even think the cruise ship stuff had happened yet here. And yeah. I was like, this is like, no one's looking at this, but this is like, this might turn into something. And we're like, yeah. oh, that's nothing. And, yeah. and like, I'm not trying to be like, I knew it was happening, you know, but like, and then like it did happen. And I'm like, 
there's no way this is going to be done in a year. Like, oh, it felt so weird. It yeah. felt like, like, cause I've always been like, I like dipping my toe into a conspiracy here and there. <laughs> like since I was in eighth grade and discovered FEMA death camps and had my fucking world destroyed for a week, uh-huh. uh, back when I was like 13, um, I've always, but never like, I've never been in it, into it. Like right. I don't believe most conspiracy theories. I don't like take time to look into them, but every now and then your boy has a drink and he goes <laughs> deep into Reddit in, to find in, out. In three sentences, what is a FEMA death, death camp? Three sentences. Um, so a FEMA death camp is a place where allegedly uh, where they would take American citizens and, you know, kill them like in the Holocaust. Really? Yeah, there was there was like all these uh, pictures and uh, documents alluding to um, just like government government mandates with our National Guard and the military in the event that they like had to, you know, enslave the American public or whatever, like how it would be done and <laughs> protocols and stuff like that. Wow. This isn't yeah. like like this is different from like Japanese internment camps, right? Yeah, no, yeah. this is like th- the theories <laughs> the theories are like you'd see these pictures of what looked like giant like like giant stacks of plastic coffins. <laughs> like just in warehouses and people uh-huh. hey, those are the coffins for the death camps man <laughs> but anyways the first right th- i was saying all that because it's so stupid like who fucking like we're a f- we're a ways off from that guys. yeah like yeah. settle down yeah um but the covid thing right when it started the first thing man the first like my just like my the hairs on the back of my <laughs> neck started standing up a little bit like this seems like a really great opportunity for a government to take control. Yeah, a lot of people thought that, and I feel real, like, right? Yeah. Or at least they I saw that down the line. Maybe, yeah, and I think a lot of people are still concerned with that. That's what people, yeah, and I people keep saying it's like a slippery slope to have, like, um, what's it, the vaccine, uh, vaccine passports and right. stuff, and I understand yeah. why. I mean, it's so funny, like, when I was signing up for, like, uh, I, I I might do some filming and stuff in a short film, and I had to, like, sign up for, like, getting a COVID test or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, there was, like, some HIPAA guidelines on it and stuff, and it just made me think about, like, where are, like, the HIPAA guidelines for, like, this type of thing, you know? And yeah. I understand. They're like, just now making them. Right. It's yeah. just, I, I super, like, I understand w- why we should get vaccinated or yeah. why we, I uh, but here here's my thing. I honestly think it's stupid to require vaccination cards if you really want to like actually like do things like mm-hmm. you need to require um uh like a test negative covid test yeah because like, the vaccine to. it's stupid yeah it's it the vaccination doesn't it it doesn't it no, doesn't no somebody they could still have covid even yeah. if they've been vaccinated yeah. so what are we doing so here? like my, my issue with vaccine yeah. cards isn't necessarily that it's like it's a way of categorizing us it's more so that it's yeah. like not it's like not a proper way of doing things well no it, it makes no sense exactly like, like in in so like we don't even need to get to the argument of like this is a really dangerous precedent to set yeah. and a very dangerous thing to uh, to require for just basic activities of daily living, yeah. you know, yeah. when it doesn't even when it when it doesn't really make Dude, sense. Dude, I I like I don't know if I'm like I haven't really done a lot of writing with it, but I keep thinking about like doing a stand up bit or even just like maybe like a video like like a public st- like a, a fake public service announcements where it's oh, like I love those. All right, we're going to on October 15th, we are going to all take a covid test across the entire United States. Yeah. If you have covid, you stay home. If not, you go out. 
all right, by the end of October, on October 31st, we will have eradicated COVID and we can enjoy Halloween. That makes more sense like, than the How do we not, like, how could, how could, yeah. like, we can lock down for a fucking, like, year, but, like, we can't, like, say, like, okay, we're going to mail you all a COVID test right yeah. now. They're and, not like, that there expensive. must be more complicated shit than that, perhaps. But, There's like, n- in, 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 um, maybe, like, April or May when I was like suit like I lived alone for like eighty days in a studio apartment Very during COVID. Good. That's Crazy. good for the mental. Health. It was insane. <laughs> and like I just remember thinking like, how are we not doing mailable COVID tests? You yeah. know, like how are we not like saying like, all right, let's just mail a bot like, and then finally we have like take home COVID tests. Yeah. But like you realize you can just it's super easy. Yeah. You know, like how are we not? You can ma- you can mail your stool <laughs> to like yeah. to doctors, you yeah. know, or you can and you can you can mail your DNA to a company and right. they'll tell you where you were born. It was so stupid, and like, yeah. and then it's like, I don't know. Then you have people do it just because it's well, a way to make money. I feel like it's just it's it's be, it's gone beyond. It's not a medical issue to people now. It's it's totally political and it's yeah. just bizarre and it doesn't make any sense and it really just like fucking makes my brain wanna explode thinking about it. Yeah, it just doesn't. It, it's I've had so me. my mind has like. It's not even moral, but just like the way I've viewed this, this, um, I keep wanting to say apocalypse, this, uh, oh, it's an apocalypse. This, pandemic, We're in the apocalypse. this, like the way I view, like my mind has changed, like in the first 80 days when I was alone, I was like, I'm staying in because this seems the right in quotation yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And then like I moved in with four other people who weren't necessarily as careful about it. And I'm like, all right, well, I kind of have to like, this is my situation. I'm, I'm living, living with them. Yeah. All right. I'll be a little looser. And then like it was summer. So things were a little better. Right. And then like, we got COVID when we visited Colorado and then we, we got rid of it and we're like, all right, well now like we have the antibodies for like six months. So like, yeah. I guess we can go out not even thinking about who the fuck knows what's going to happen to me in 50 years. But well, I mean, you also, got COVID, so uh, there's yeah. no one doing it. You I know. know. Eat yeah. healthy, work yeah. out, drink water. Exactly. You know? So, um, but I don't even know where I was going with that. Whole well, thing. it's, I feel like we're both, I think we're pretty on the same page about everything where it just, right. it's just, it's just mind numbing. Well, yeah, you know, that was, and that was, so that's actually where I was like kind of, like my opinions just changed. Like I was like, all right, now I'm like viewing this pandemic differently. And then I moved here and then like we were out of COVID for a little bit, out of it. And then like now we're back in and I go to the library a lot and I was at the library and like they require you to wear masks. And I'm like, you're requiring us to wear the blue mask, which at the time I was like, they don't do as much as a cane 95 and 95. And so like I was sitting at the table, no, like one person pretty far away from me. And then I was like, I took it off and I was drinking and like reading. And then that guy disappeared mm-hmm. and then he came back and then left. And then, and then the librarian came like around. She's like, you need to put your mask on. So this guy fucking told on me. Dude, what the that's fuck? Like, that's the other thing. It's just like, what are we like? We snitching on each other I know. Now? That's the whole like, like. Have you ever read uh, 1984? I was just wondering if that was what you were going to ask me. Uh, I've started. I haven't finished it. I, I read it I read it uh, this summer. Yeah. Um, I, I was at a bookstore, and I was like, you know what? I got to read it. Yeah. Like, it's I've heard it referenced in pop culture a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I need to read it. Yeah. And the fucking parallels that I draw, yeah. I draw, I find a 19, uh, like a 1984-esque mm-hmm. uh, mode of thought in uh, like represented somewhere almost every day there's like yeah. double think and yeah. new speak and yeah. elimination of words from the dictionary that is impairing our ability to communicate it's insane we are th- and oh today i was listening to uh our uh, good buddy joe rogan's podcast <laughs> and he had uh, he had mike baker on who's a cia ex-cia guy uh. 
and they played a uh, video from like 29 years ago. An ex-Russian, uh, what do you call him? Not Spetsnaz. The uh, like the K- KGB. KGB. Yeah, he was an ex-KGB. Def- he like defected and came to the United States to serve as a informant. And there is an interview where he is talking about Russia's long-term plan to destroy the American like system. Yeah. And it is to a nose exactly what is happening today. Yeah. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah, I have a, my um you met my friend Alex, right, who was visiting. Yeah, yeah so cool dude. good friend Funny. Alex. Funny guy and like really fucking well not educated, like up to date. Whatever the f- whatever the correct words are for being like really not. It woke, used to not be woke. Yeah, but woke, woke I feel like changed. for for a, for a second, woke was being aware, and yeah. now woke's just being a fucking annoying person. Prick. Yeah, like who <laughs> like isn't looking at the entire up, Judy. Uh huh. Good. There's other names, you know. Yeah. Not just that. K-word. Kristen and. I don't know why they're all female. There's yeah. a lot of dudes. That no, are there's woke a lot. Too. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely are. I don't know. Woke culture is weird because I remember when it started, like, because woke used to be just like, wake up, sheep. There's yeah. bigger things yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like it meant like you I were wonder like if like, aware. Yeah. But now woke is like that social justice warrior you saw arguing a professor on YouTube like yeah. four years ago. Yeah. That has like blown up into is something. Is that the Oregon thing? Uh, yeah, there, dude, Whatever it was fucking yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's just like universities got yeah. taken over by fucking blue-haired yeah. retards. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> That's um. I was talking to someone about possibly doing like um, college shows or so, like yeah. even like just in the area of UT. Yeah, I don't know how it would be, but like, I mean, we're in Texas. Baby. I know. So, I know. but like, they're also in Austin, and they're yeah. all like. It's yeah. college people who haven't necessarily had a lot of experiences. Yeah, you know, you gotta really. Although relate. there so was one, I met one comic who's a senior in at UT, and she yeah. seemed pretty aware. That's the other thing. It's more like aware. <laughs> yeah, it's like your ability to yeah. read between the lines. Yeah, how and then much, make your own decisions, and like not also make like giant conclusions that yeah. are all encompassing. People know? do that. Yeah, a lot. It's easy. <laughs> it is really That's easy. why, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't, like, take time to think. They don't it's think problem about Problem solving, stuff. I feel like, is at a deficit right now. Yeah. And even my problem, like, I've, I'm problem solving. I'm better at problem solving in certain areas than others. But, like, I know, like, I'm at work. Uh, like, I used to, like, ask my boss or direct, like, whatever employees, like, questions when I yeah. probably could have just done a little bit of research rather, you know, than just yeah, it's I, taking the easy way out. Well, yeah. I mean... At least you recognize that you can ask <laughs> a question. Yeah. Well, that's the questions. other thing is know that you fucking don't know ever. I know. Yeah. And this isn't even, this isn't like what I'm saying where it's like, I'm a comedian. I'm a bad comedian kind of thing. This is yeah. more like, I know nothing. Like I have, abs- <laughs> like I know a little bit about yeah. like nothing or nothing. Yeah. I know nothing about a little, I don't know, I whatever know, the correct way to say that. I know just enough yeah. to understand that I know almost nothing. Yes. It's, yeah. yeah. And things are constantly changing, and obviously, like, we're living in this global, like, you, this, I don't know, in our universe, let's say, of, like, the, the more, not the actual universe, like, where it's just all the fucking, let's say, atoms going around us. It's, yeah. like, everything's moving way too fast for us to even get a grip on what's happening. Dude, I, uh, I've i been uh, allegedly getting super stoned um, off edible marijuana, allegedly, late at night. Um, these Who's been spreading these allegations? Um... I'm not sure, but Jackass. they're definitely not true. <laughs> I've just heard it all over the place that I've Bullshit. been getting super stoned yeah. and f- just God, going to 
in realizing how much is happening just in my life and yeah. how fast it's happening mm. and how many different things that I devote energy to and feeling that it's impossible almost to keep up with all of them yeah or impossible to be good at everything that i'm like every direction or understand all the inputs coming in each thing that i'm involved with yeah and that's just my life like like there's just so much going on and it's one of those things that like you don't really notice until that moment where you do take a minute to like take a deep breath and think or relax or meditate or work out or whatever it is mm-hmm. you do. And most people I don't think take that time ever and they're yeah. just overwhelmed with life. Yeah. And they're just wrapped up in the chaos of the of existence. <laughs> it's a beautiful chaos sometimes. It is. It's really beautiful. <laughs> I mean like Everything is all happening simultaneously for everyone. Yeah, that's the thing that always like gets me a little bit is that like people I know are doing completely different things right now, and that's Isn't just that a, that's like a high thought that I have like in a sober mind right now. You oh, know? I like, used to have that as a like, kid. Yeah, it's just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like like my cousin Greg is he's doing something right. He's now. doing something right now. <laughs> yeah, like or you think about like your favorite band. Like yeah, they are do like like right. Doing I think about right that. Now. Yeah, a lot more, especially with like famous people. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like sleeping and yeah. like, or like I'm going, I'm not even in bed yet, but like Tom Cruise is probably sleeping by now, you yeah. know, like that. It's just I a random arbitrary nonsensical thing. Sleep. I guess you're not. No, you're, yeah. you're mistaken. Damn. <laughs> I've seen Tom Cruise and I don't think that that dude sleeps. No, no, he freaks me the fuck I out. I just learned, is adrenochrome fake? It has to be. Okay. Because I knew it from, uh, fear and loathing. Mm-hmm. You seen or read that book? Oh my movie? God. I, the, yeah, I'm a huge hunter. Of yeah, like so like they mentioned that that's like one of the drugs they do. Yeah, or, uh, like adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, right? He mentions that he does that. In that yeah, book? or it's it's whatever. It, I don't know if it's adrenochrome or some other, but it's like literally like it's adrenaline. And Benicio del Toro's character is like, don't like take too much of that. And like Johnny Depp like takes so much of it, and they're yeah. like, you're gonna like be out. Well, if it's an adrenaline, then because it just it's like messing with his no what, matter what. Yeah, my understanding of adrenochrome is yeah. is like you know the Bohemian Grove, like sacrificing right, right. babies. And well, I just not even like their blood and right. harvesting adrenochrome from baby blood. So I just wasn't even sure forever. if it was like legitimate, like like in general, like if you could, if do it's that. even a substance that exists. Right. Uh, so you know yeah, what? Exactly. Honestly, after hearing about it the first time, I should have looked that up. Well, someone like, told me recently that it doesn't exist, and I I did not know that. I don't think it does. Interesting. Yeah. Because you can't. I mean, maybe something would happen if you took I feel adrenaline. like it would be. Well, no. Adrenaline is something like they give people in the hospital. Like right. Adrenaline is a normal thing. Like yeah. You use it in a code situation. So see, this is a thing. I know nothing. Yeah. Well, but that's okay. Go. That's the other thing is like be the fuck okay with that. Yeah. And, like, so many just people. Move on. Oh, dude. I had, I had this friend growing up who like you could just go up to him and be like just like, hey, have you heard of the fucking flying donkey show <laughs> rock and roll band and he's like oh yeah the flying donkey show i almost got tickets to them last year i fucking love them <laughs> it's like no you just made that up they don't exist idiot yeah, yeah there's so many people that will sit across from you and pretend like they know something or don't know something yeah, and yeah. like just like you don't know it's yeah, so okay yeah. it's so okay to i think aziz Zari did a joke about that when i saw yeah. him he was like i just made that up yeah. like don't ah, be cheap i got you yeah yeah it's absurd. It's it is, but adre- adrenaline's a real thing, right? So I it's not like it's like it's yeah. not like concentrated adrenaline. Then adrenochrome. Well, that, the, uh, adrenochrome no is th- the idea behind adrenochrome. I don't know what it 
is technically, but it's harvested from baby blood. And gotcha. you have like all can these only be babies. Children, I think. Yeah. Well, that's like what why people think like right. well, they're it all fits the narrative. I think in I think Occam's razor, you know, like the simplest explanation is usually the most probable. Yeah. I don't think it's their harvesting blood from babies to live forever. I think that the the upper echelons of uh, of power and money and, you know, politics and Hollywood are all um, pedophiles. I think that there's yeah. a ton of pedophilia going yeah. on up there. I think that sexual kinks get really weird once you can have everything in the world. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably like just. I mean, I, I would definitely. Yeah, I don't even know where to like start with understanding that statistic. Oh. <laughs> well, do you think? Do I you mean, think like, but like you know that like you get like what's the phrase where it's like I mean, uh, not, not the power abs- corrupts absolute power. It's like the other one where it's just like, like it's just the idea that like once you have all the money and like you're like you can become numb because you can literally do anything. Well, ask a dominatrix. Like, yeah. Ask her who right. her most popular clients are. Like <laughs> it's all fucking super wealthy businessmen. Mm-hmm. They like getting their balls stomped on and spanked Jesus. and told they're a bad yeah. boy and yeah. told what to do. Mm-hmm. So they get weird sexually. Mm. And uh, a lot of them like, okay, so like I can have models. I can have any girl I want because I have all this money. Right. What do I want? I want the ones that I can't have. So yeah. then, you know, cue. <laughs> Like, and then, you know, you're drunk at a party and fucking Jeffrey Epstein with like, oh, he's a hedge fund guy. I've heard of him. He's uh-huh. got millions. And he like just says like, hey, man, you should come to my island sometime. You're on the island getting fucked up. All of a sudden, a 16 year old comes in. And he's like, have some fun, buddy. It doesn't matter. And you fuck her. That's what yeah. happens. Yeah. And then they become like a fucking pedophile. And <sighs> it's what they sink and see. Damn. Well, it's. You know, that's all theoretical stuff. We don't right, know it for right. sure, but we do know that Jeffrey Epstein was in charge of like serious like pedophile. Rings. See, like here's my th- <laughs> like, like, like we know it. Here's know? my thing. Like I don't. I first of all, I haven't even done the like. I am Me so out of the loop of Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Yeah. Like I don't even know. The, like I barely know what happened. Like. Like, I know, like, the rumors of, like, how he died or whatever, like, I yeah. barely know. I don't know if, I don't even know. Yeah. So, like. It's good to not r- know. So, like, <laughs> it, it, but my whole thing, like, obviously, child, like, enslavement and raping is terrible. But, yeah. like, I, like, it's, of the story, yeah. I don't care. And I need someone else to care more about this so that I can focus on perhaps other social issues that I, I care more a, a closer I care a lot about it. Okay. Yeah. And it's not. And that may sound like kind of like no. rough to say. No, because like we were just talking about, there's a million things to right. concentrate your energy on. And I, just I don't really want to. D- I mean, I don't want to like focus on. Ch- that's. Oh, there's, there's also, so, I don't like, know. Yeah, don't it's know. like, I don't want to focus on lizards living in the hollow earth. Like, I'll let somebody else <laughs> do that. Like, when if you find out that that's real, please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> like, until then, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, like, the, 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 the sex trafficking, like, child, like, trafficking thing is super, it's super, fucked. super real. There yeah, is of course. Well, of course, that's oh, real. Of course, well, like, yeah. of course, like this, the trafficking and so all this like crazy shit. Yeah. Where are they going? Right. There are 800. The FBI has a number. Um, I don't know what year it is, but it's like the recent like the, the statistic is around 800,000 children go missing every Absolutely. year in the United States Terrible. alone. About half of those. So about like f- 350 to 400,000 of those are um you know, like a stepdad, stepmom, like, like I'm taking the kids and running off with mm. their kid. And like, they get reported missing and all that. But that leaves about half a million, like 400 plus thousand kids a year, just going missing and never being found. 
where are it's half absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's insane. And let's, uh, like, I take that back. That like, I don't so care. Many. Obviously, I care about the <laughs> you're cause. Like, but no, like, no, no. You're like, I, I just don't care. No, it's just like, <laughs> I, yeah. Of all the, like, because here's the thing. I feel like it's like trying to, like, perhaps media is trying to sensationalize that too. You know, it's like, why yeah. don't you care about Or, like, you don't know about this X ring? Like, you better know about yeah. it. And like, uh, well, that's I feel like, like that's nowhere in media, right? Too. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. Maybe, yeah. maybe other, I don't know what I'm talking about. You Again, just want to defend yourself for dude. saying that you didn't care about. I don't kids care getting about child. <laughs> child, child sex trafficking. Yeah, it's not in. It's not, it's in, not in my. Uh, it's not in my repertoire. Well, I don't know. When I went to school, they were always like every class, like there was a portion that uh, they they would uh, dedicate towards sex trafficking and really uh, like how to identify it and like everything like that, and it's just like. <sighs> Shit is super fucking common, and it is disgusting. Damn. Yeah, it's horrific. We live in a very <laughs> scary. On the on the time. on the other side of like why I think things are coming to the end of times a little bit is yeah. there's so many shortages of shit. Is like, that weird? Like limit like 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 small things kind of, but like you hear about like like you hear about like egg shortages and like like uh, chip shortages is a big one yeah. right now, and like you just keep hearing various shortages, and you're like. It's not a great like that's not great that's not because a like good sign, I is know it? like it's not even like that we're running out of stuff. It's that people are gonna start panicking. Yeah. You know, like people absolutely are terrible when it comes to like like just being calm about yeah. anything. Yeah, you know, and it's it's because we become such a like not about the collective group. It's about me, me, me very much so these days. And and who knows when that like really started like yeah. growing, like. You don't think about buying like twelve things of toilet paper because you don't give a shit about other people, yeah, and like, like you do, I gotta maybe wipe my you, ass. you do maybe care about people, but like when it's kind of convenient for you, probably. Yeah, you and know, and well, obviously, yeah. I mean, we all, we're all super flawed. I'm flawed, like, and nobody's like, prepared either. Like right. nobody has stockpiles right. and stuff in their house. I do want to have a stockpile, at least some sort of small stockpile in case we have another winter of, um, of toilet paper. Just like food, like canned food. Or I have whatever, your solution you know? for the toilet paper. It's called a bidet. Yeah, they're a hundred percent better. What happens when we lose like, electricity because we have an electricity shortage? Well, then you don't have a toilet to shit in shit. anyways. Okay, yeah. so go in the woods and find a leak, yeah. buddy. There's yeah. there's way more <laughs> essential things than toilet paper. Exactly. No, toilet paper is the like not on my list. That was yeah. absurd. That it's so <laughs> that's weird. What happened. It's like, just because people thought they were gonna be stuck. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe because like, they have a family. I because I'm a one person. I go yeah. through toilet paper very very slowly. Me too. Toilet so. paper. I uh I actually so I. I uh, I bought my ex girlfriend a bidet for Christmas. Like that was one of my Christmas gifts. It was fucking hilarious, but also on the nose money, like a yeah. perfect fucking gift. <laughs> and so I've used it thousands of times. And I will like I uh, I don't know why I have like I have one in my shopping cart online. I keep meaning to buy it <laughs> for here. Um, you, is this a condo? No, no, this is an apartment. You're gonna buy a toilet for this condo? No, I'm gonna for buy this, it for no, this I'm just gonna buy a bidet for it. You can oh, buy that's right. Like a bidet yeah, to yeah, attach yeah. onto uh -huh. it. There's uh -huh. so much better. It's yeah. a superior method. Is it um is it more do you know if it's more environmentally friendly? Definitely. We're not killing trees. You're and just like the water little the water gets probably replicated or whatever, whatever, whatever clean. Yeah, it just comes it, it comes, comes from the pipe that feeds into yeah. the toilet. So it's not like you're spraying your butt with toilet water. Yeah. It has yet to reach the toilet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a superior method. I'm glad we moved on from yeah, child sex Yeah, me too. We can talk about this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I, I don't like to ever close a door in conversation on the yeah. podcast. You know what yeah. I mean? No, absolutely. But there's a lot of dark. Well, but at the it's same b- time, yeah. it's good. I yeah. think it's good that we even talked about it. Sure. And put it into the ether. Of course. You know, I mean, that's the other thing. You can't. Here's, here's why we are not. I think we're not doing COVID tests as much as we should is because we're we like being ignorant. You know, like, right, the whole ignorance is bliss thing. Yeah. We like, we are, we're afraid because what if I do have it? Then I can't yeah. go out. Then oh, I miss out. Oh, it's like looking at your bank account, right? You know, like, yeah. like it's, yeah, it's, it's this, I, that's partly why. I mean, obviously, then there's the, the like, um, practical side of testing. But I like, just, I just think we've gone beyond, like, logic and reason. And it's all purely political, emotional, egotistical, emotional decision making right now. Yeah. And if I was to, like, put out a PSA, I wouldn't even bother with anything, like, COVID pandemic related. I would just let people know that bidets are fucking better <laughs> than toilet paper. Like, you don't, all, dude, it's amazing. Like, your butt feels clean after it. Like, you feel clean. Is it wet? But how do you dry it? Uh, with little toilet paper or um, some people have a little, like, towelette there That's gross. that you rehang. That's and disgusting. I'm like, eh, I don't want, I don't want to make fucking That's the thing. I feel like rich people do that and that's. Yeah. Oh, maybe they clean it every oh, day. Oh, rich though. people's bidets. Let me tell you what they got heating Heated. on them. Yeah, like air have, coming at you. Yeah, and then they have little little blow dryers for your little for your little hole there. Stupid. <laughs> That's the other thing, man. We yeah. it's just so it, techno. We we're like uh, there was something I forget what it was, and I'm like we are digr- like we are just innovating for the sake of innovation. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. The iPhone thing. 13, iPhones, all that. Like we're the numbers we're on. Like with that, it's, yeah. it's absurd. Like oh, it was the fucking like the fact that we have flip smartphones now, and it's like oh, dude, I saw that fucking commercial for that phone, and I'm like I, I and I I wrote something down about yeah. it. Just like who gives a fuck? Like it's literally just because we can make glass yeah. bend. That yeah. is that's like. That's impressive, I'll yeah. say, right? That the fact that glass can bend or yeah. whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. But, like, what, like, they spent all this time and it wasn't necessarily, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, who was the first smartphone? Was it Apple or was it um, Samsung? I feel like it might have been Samsung, but I, no, I don't know. Cause I know it was this big deal when Steve Jobs brought it up. Yeah, the first smartphones actually uh, they weren't i don't think they were uh they weren't uh, apple yeah, or or um, samsung samsung they, they were they like uh, dude i remember they were like you know there was there was phones that had like a touch screen yeah and a flip up keyboard like, like the a ones sidekick with, yeah yeah or um uh, the pantec matrix <laughs> Uh, that that one slid up, down, and sideways. Yeah, Fucking great. Phone. Well, that's it's so I was funny. Like, those yeah. were the first smartphones because they went on the internet. What's crazy is those were like also kind of fidget spinners. Oh, you know, right? Like I bet, like we all flipped. I mean, I never had a sidekick, but like, like you absolutely would like mess around with your phone all the time. Oh yeah, you know? do you want me? To, do you want me to get the Pantech Matrix Two out right <laughs> sure, now yeah. just to just to remember it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in. All right, it's gonna be. I'm not gonna let this be dead air. Uh, and it's in this moment that I'd like to say, if you can educate me in um, child, child sex trafficking, I would definitely be interested in understanding what I can do to help. Because at this point, it seems very impossible for me to do anything. Um, and anyway, uh, I do I do a lot of mics. Um, uh, you can find me on the town. My. Uh, <laughs> My my Instagram. <laughs> that is that uh, right now. Uh, there is a crazy box. Uh, is that an ammunition box that you're going through? Box, yeah. We must be in Texas. Hell yeah! This is like all my like most prized possessions are in here. So if you want to rob me and 
the, the combined value of everything in this box is probably like thirty dollars, but it's sentimental value. That's crazy because there's a lot of prized possessions in a lot of other people's ammunition boxes. You know what I mean? We love guns. We love guns here. All right, let's see. All right, I'm back. I'm here to rescue. Yep. All right, remember this. Look at that thing. Fucking crazy. Technology has come a long way. That phone in like 2009 was the shit. How do you? Is there another way to do stuff? So? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Oh, wait, is so okay. So it goes up, and then it goes to the side. Any others? You just broke it. These drop. No, it. these things are unbreakable. That's true. I I used to throw that phone everywhere, play catch with it. But like, also like, look how small they are. You yeah. know, like. Oh, but dude, I could type a fucking book of course, on you could, that like, thing. Yeah. Well, that's great. the thing. So. It does feel like it's a little bit, like a little what broken? A little not as not as slick as it as it was. Oh, a the ago. <laughs> don't 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 even worry. Um. About that. Anyway. Oh, look at that. That crisp. I'd just be like, oh, someone texts me, phew, and then yeah, just respond. Well, right so away. like, here, cool what I was shit. gonna say is that like they spent so much time t- like trying to convince us that bigger phones were better. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, like they're trying to go the opposite direction. It's insane the, the size difference. Yeah. Like. All of a sudden, like, they're deciding to tell us, like, oh, no, like, the flip phone, it's nostalgic. And also, why not have a smaller phone? And we're like, yeah, no. we wanted that in 2000, like, yeah, eight. I want a phone why, why that we I keep that in 2009, you know? Yeah. Like, this this size iPhone right here, this one. A, is that, like, a three? No, I don't even know. This might be, oh, no, this is a five. This is that's when they came guess. up with the colors on the back. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the perfect oh, that size was, yeah. phone. I don't, yeah. I don't need any bigger than that. Meanwhile, my phone, like, fucking, my phone's, like, hard to hold with one hand and type on. Yeah. The amount, I, f- I turned off, <laughs> um, what's it, uh, predictive, like, uh, keyboards and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, uh, autocorrecting, and I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. I'm oh, like, I'm garbage. I have to, like, I, I literally go back and edit my, like, text, for sure. That's why I made the switch back to Apple. I had, um, yeah. I had Samsung, I, I had a 7 Edge and a 9 yeah, um, I have a yeah, Note 10. I'm probably going to swap yeah. sometime soon. But it's just the keyboard. The keyboard on it's the so Apple's stu- better. Yeah. That's so stupid. I, I don't like supporting any of these companies. That's where my horse, that's where, that's, dude, I always say I want to die in that horse instead of dying that hill. <laughs> that's uh, my horse. That's, all the, that's the horse I'm going to die on what? is that, like, I just hate supporting these huge fucking companies. And, like, it's it's impossible not to. It's in yeah. like it's maybe maybe if I did a little research more research it's not but like in the or in the with all our sh- busy shit going on like it's the convenience of what these large conglomerates offer us then of course we're gonna go with them you know right. like I hate Walmart I've always hated sure. Walmart I use Amazon a lot yeah I mean and I again I do not fault anyone for using anything like yeah. this because like it's too easy and like this is the this is the predicament we've been put into you know like this yeah. is like what we're dealing this is our our universe our like current context that we're living with and we're all yeah. trying to do the best to d- it, it, it gets back to that kind of circle we were talking about where it's like we need to change a bunch of things to even remotely like get better in our daily life you know and oh it's, yeah it, that's the thing like i can't stop child trafficking i can't stop no. fucking lobbying like I, like I do think about like possibly running for something eventually and like maybe coming maybe in like 
you try five to change years or something, the system you know? from within, the but system like, changes you. Exactly, right? You got to do your thing. The I best way to comedy. serve the world, there you go. I think the best thing to uh, to serve the world and to make the world a better place is to start in your bedroom, make your bed every day, keep your house nice and tidy, ha- mm. like work hard and make you the best version of you possible. What's interesting is also that's like uh, I have some friends who are like uh, – self-proclaimed anarchists oh god and like anarchists in like a way where it's like uh, there's like different levels of anarchy and I, i'm not going to pretend to know it but like it's not like in like it's like as in anything there's like better liberals than other there's better leftists than well, other yeah, leftists there's better there's better like conservatives than other conservatives we're you know? on a spectrum it's all it's uh, yeah. yeah so like it's like but like what we just said, that's like an argument for anarchism, sort of, where it's like you just pay attention to yourself and you make things better for yourself, yeah. and then in turn, if we if everyone did that, things would be perfect, right? In quotations, yeah. obviously that's not how it works because a lot of people have different struggles and think ways that we can't even conceive. Oh, right. You know, and it's not. That's why anarchy not. can't work necessarily. Well, anarchy is weird because it gets mixed up with the idea that you want everything to crash and burn. Sure, um, which is not necessarily what a lot of anarchists believe. No, well, and I feel like an anarchist, it's like, why do you have to, like, give yourself a fucking label? Like, It is funny. Like, (laughs) why do you, like, I'm an outlaw. It's like, just be an outlaw then. Right, 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 right. Just be that. Like, I don't know, my, that's always how, how I felt because, you know, I grew up, like, where I was living for the last, you know, like, six years has been really hard for me, like, to, like, cope with my environment. Like, I just wanted out so bad. And... It's either like I could sit and focus on why I didn't like what my living circumstances were or I could just do everything I could to make those living circumstances as good as possible. Yeah. If you don't live in paradise, you got to make paradise, baby. I agree. I I think we said something akin to that in the top of this where it's just like essentially but the the premise is just change your paradigm, change your outlook, and then you'll – slowly i forget what we were saying but we'll have to listen reality <laughs> yeah it's not about reality or yeah. yeah exactly yeah it was like the kind of the serendipitous type of stuff where it's yeah. like it's just based on your outlook you know like it's the creation of luck is like you can you can just be i can be the same exact person and be mm-hmm. like i'm so unlucky because x a b c and the, but like i can also be like but i'm also so lucky because and, and yeah. like Obviously, depression and all this type of stuff can affect that outcome. Well, and it's all, you know, you don't feel the same two days in a row. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's where routine comes in, you know? Yeah. If you can get yourself a good, healthy routine, which is a problem for me with open mics because Mm -hmm. I feel like they breed, like, like to do it, you have to fuck yourself. Yeah. Like I like uh-huh. to be in bed on most nights yeah. unless I'm going out and like, you know, hanging out with people. I like to be in bed by like 1030. I, I would, too. But now I'm Wake like up at seven. But it's not I even necessarily a fear of missing out right now. But it's also like so much fun shit's happening, yeah. you know, and I kind of want to be around for that a yeah. little bit. Well, it, I've just it's also a great way to meet people. It you is. Know? And in my head, I'm I've just decided that every non work night I I and there are open mics available. Yeah. I have to go do them. But the thing is crazy. Like, Mondays can be insane because mm-hmm. of the Vulcan party, and then Wednesdays can be crazy because yeah. of the Creek mic, yeah. and then the f- like almost like the tamest days might be <laughs> the weekend at some point. So well, you know I, what feel I mean? feel like the weekend is, uh, is when, uh, you know, you don't – I didn't do an open mic this weekend. Right. You know? Sure. Um, yeah, I try to do more, like, uh, things that – 
This is my other thing about comedy is like it's not my only thing yeah. by far. Like there are a lot. There are some people who and like probably like the best comedians are gonna be like this is my thing and this yeah. is what I focus on all the time. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I have varying interests and I also love doing other things and hanging out with people who aren't necessarily community, which I mean, everyone kind of likes. Right. Obviously. I, I do feel though at a certain point, if you want to, if you want to reach your potential as a comic, you have to give everything. To I think it. so. I'm right. not ready. I'm not there yet. Absolutely. I'm st- I, I don't know if I will be there. That's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't necessarily have like, I just like doing it for right now. And I also really like, being in that place with all those people, you know, oh, like that's the, that's the best it's thing, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, it's, I a, don't know. It's, 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 it's weird because where we're at right now is similar where it's like awful dog shit, like just awful. But at the same time, it's a little bit of fun. Yeah. You know? like yeah. It's like, oh, I might like, like the most everything I said sucked. But that one thing I said, like, yeah. I got like people to laugh at that. Yeah. Getting people to laugh when you're trying to make them laugh is so fucking hard. Yeah. Like, dude, I just like people paying attention to me <laughs> and like, and then like. <laughs> and then like but like just think about what you just <laughs> said just i like attention no yeah. no it's more like it's kudos for y- <laughs> to you for admitting that you're just like anyways, no sorry, i mean like on. it's yeah. not even just like that i need hey dude it might actually it's it's more attention-y to to want laughter too because not only do you oh, want yeah. them listening to you they want you to connect the dot of what you're trying to say you're yeah. a fucking narcissist man no it, it's <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> <Shit>. it's it's <laughs> Because I per my comedy is like different than a lot of other like comedians here. Yeah. I feel like I play like we were talking about like three different three different comedians. We're talking about like how they play with like when a joke does badly. Yeah. And they're like so some say like, oh like that worked better in my head or uh like um turn it around the audience but also making fun of yourself kind of thing. Yeah. And like for me, like I just am a fan of like being like silent and like like looking around and sitting in that, you know, yeah. and like just kind of playing. Cause I'm also like playing more with like the elements of like, what's ha- like the, I'm really, I'm trying to be as present as I can, you know, it's so hard to be present. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're trying to work on your material too. It's, 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 it's unlike any uh, challenge that I've, I feel like I've been confronted with. Yeah. It's like this puzzle. Like how do I get myself to be myself? But in, in, in the moment, without thinking about what I'm going to say when I know exactly what I'm going to say. Right. When I talk about a trick, that's like, that's what it seems like. Hmm. There, there's a trick there, you know, mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. trick to being yourself. And that's what I want to find. That's what I want to try to start doing more on stage is like, I get influenced by what other people are doing and then I'll go up and like, just like mimic other people almost mm. like mm. unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And what I want to be doing is not that. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want. Well, it's also you're spending so much time with these people too. Like, yeah. I think I was watching so much Kill Tony that, like, on like on YouTube, like my yeah. laugh started turning. Like, I've noticed my laugh changes sometimes. I don't oh, know if my your laugh, laugh ever my changes. Laugh evolves throughout. Yeah, the years. and like yeah. it's become kind of like ha ha ha, like kind of like that Kill Tony. Not like not exactly <laughs> that, but like ha ha. And I don't yeah. know. It's not that. It's not that. But like it's kind of like similar to Tony's laugh a little yeah. bit. Like people have called out me, and I didn't even realize that. That's whatever, man. Yeah. I, don't worry don't be self-conscious about your laugh no it laughs are very interesting sometimes my laugh is so fucked up sometimes i just yell sometimes i'm just like (laughs) my my worst (laughs) laugh is the (laughs) that's my you know those ones yeah 
that's, that's a, a pretty, that's a, a rough laugh. That's a rough laugh. That's, that's, it's uh, crazy. What that, like, what is that? It's like, it's <laughs> like you're, yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. It sounds so stupid. Like, it it's a very like a stupid feel. sounding laugh. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, was, I saw Tony Henchcliffe at Vulcan, um, like two weeks ago and, uh, I was alone. So, like, I felt like I could laugh at anything, mm. but, like, I felt, the couple behind me, like judging me for how hard I was laughing at something that was fucked up. Was that only internal though? Or was there? Oh yeah, it was 100% internal. I just imagined that like my, my Mm. ideas of like societal norms told me what I'm laughing at is inappropriate. And these people (laughs) behind me are probably (laughs) judging me when it's probably not the truth. Yeah. No, not at all. But anyways, um, we've, we've done about, uh, we've, Shit, man, we we we're uh, we're closing in on like an hour and a half here. I wow. Think. Yeah, I think uh, I think I've had a lot of fun talking, dude. To you. Likewise, we probably uh, close it out on a good note. You yeah, know, thanks for having me. Before we get back to the uh, to the darkness. Oh no, COVID that's the thing. I mean, while the world might be ending a little bit, I mean, we might as well go out laughing. <laughs> exactly, comedy is the most important thing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you so much, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Great.